When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Are being targeted to visit Lexington. We'll explain. Plus, the five neediest dog breeds. And goodbye, fruit stripe gum. It is Thursday, the 11th of January, 2024. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Yeah, it's time for some 2024 nostalgia death, something that ceases <laughs> to exist, even though virtually no one was aware that it still existed in the not. first place. I did not. You, but you're aware of it, Oh, right? God, like, yeah, yeah. I used to love that stuff. So the makers of Fruit Stripe Gum announced that it has been discontinued after an incredible 55-year run. The issue with it was, though, is it only maintained its flavor for approximately 34 seconds. I feel like that's true for <laughs> all of those Wrigley gums. All, even Big Red? Yeah, I mean, for only for so long. You know, yeah. they're, I mean, they're gone within five minutes, yeah. I would say. I couldn't you tell know, you the last the time I side. chewed gum. I could not even tell you. They even last that long. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Fruit Stripe Gum. If the name rings a bell, this was the gum with the zebra mascot, bright colors, zebra striped onto mm -hmm. the gum. Yep. And wrappers printed with temporary tattoos. Orange, yellow, purple. Yeah, the gum was originally launched back in 1969 by the Beech Nut Company, which now primarily produces baby and toddler food. Uh, but the gum came in five flavors, wet and wild melon, cherry, Lemon, orange, and peach. There you go. Uh, there was briefly a chocolate flavor back in the late 1970s, but then that went away. I don't remember that one. And then there was also a line of fruit striped bubble gum, which I don't remember either. Mm -mm. But as usual, when stuff like this happens, some opportunists freak out, ran out to buy the remaining stock and hoard it so they could sell it on <sighs> eBay for crazy prices. And people will pay. Yeah, here's a fun fact. The zebra mascot's name was Yipes. Yipes? Yes, and there was an ad slogan proclaiming, Yipes! Stripes! 
But as a kid, I didn't care that the flavor went away within a minute or two because I was, as a kid, I was always attracted to anything that had colors like M&M's, mm-hmm. Skittles, Fruit Stripe gum, things like that. You were more into that than you were the chocolates? Yes. Yeah. I was. Lucky Charms is another one because oh. it had all those different colored marshmallows. In. Sure. Uh, Fruity Pebbles, Fruit Loops, things like that mm-hmm. would just immediately... Suck you right in. Yeah, and as an adult, like when it comes to fruits, I'm less into citrus fruits and more into berries, if that huh. makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but hey, you know, when one thing passes, something else comes along. Yes. Uh, if you didn't get to try this four years ago, now's your chance. McDonald's is bringing back its double Big Mac for a limited time. That sounds like a very large burger. Oh, yeah. They debuted it. On March 10th of 2020, just days before the entire world shut down thanks to COVID. Mm-hmm. So not many people got to try it. Um, if you recall, it's like a normal Big Mac, but with two patties on top, okay. two on the bottom. So a total of four It's a lot of patties burgers. on one bun. Back in 2020, they also added a Little Mac that only had one patty. No mention of that one, so I don't. I doubt they're ringing that back. But yeah. uh, anyway, the double Big Mac hits the menu with participating McDonald's on January twenty fourth for limited time. Okay, good to know. Yeah, if it's your thing. Go there. The thing that I don't like about the Big Mac is I just I don't like that extra piece of bread. Yeah, it's a lot of bread. So I would get. I would ask for the double cheeseburger with Mac sauce, which it's not the same thing, but the double. I am a fan of the double cheeseburger. And the quarter pounder with cheese. I am too, but sometimes I'm craving that mac sauce, man. Yeah, it's good stuff. And since we're talking about fast food, uh, since we don't really have a rooting interest in the NFL playoffs, if you love chicken, then you're in the same boat as Popeye's Louisiana Kitchen, which was founded in New Orleans, the home of the New Orleans Saints. And Popeyes wants to give you something to cheer for, so they're giving away free wings if a team wins the Super Bowl that involves wings. Okay. So obviously that's the two remaining bird teams, the Baltimore (laughs) Ravens. That makes sense. And the Philadelphia Eagles. Interestingly enough, they're also counting the Buffalo Bills, apparently for for the Buffalo Wings connection. Wow. Because that's where many people... From there, argue that that's where Buffalo Wings. Well, that's came very from. generous of them, I think. So, if one of those three teams, the Baltimore Ravens, the Philadelphia Eagles, or the Buffalo Bills, wins it all on February 11th, customers can snag a free six-piece order of wings with any purchase two days after the Super Bowl on February 13th, which also coincidentally happens to be Mardi Gras, aka Fat Tuesday. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So, like, what if, what if the Cleveland Browns went all the way? Could, like, Duncan Hines hook us up with some brownie mix or something? You or? would think so. It'd be nice of them. Maybe Ace Hardware could hand out free plungers or something. And <laughs> Stop. Throwing stuff out there. <laughs> Throw it up against the wall, see if it sticks. I took a plunger to my kitchen sink the other day. <laughs> yeah? It got clogged. I didn't know what to do, so I thought I'd try that. Yeah. Didn't work. No? No. No. Call a guy? No, my my friend Lisa, who just continues to astound me at every turn. She knows how to do everything. 
Because I sent her a picture of what was going on. I'm like, is this going to require a plumber? Or I said, do you think Drano will fix this? And she goes, you need to call your friendly plumber. And I thought she was talking about my friend Steve, who's my HVAC guy that she knows. And I thought that she had them confused. Oh. So I said, I don't have a plumber friend. I have an HVAC friend. And she said, no, I'm your plumber friend. And I'm like, what? And she came over. Really? Yes. What's her story? she's like underneath there working on the pipes and doing all kinds. I'm like, how do you know how to do all this stuff? How does she know how to do all this stuff? She was an interior designer at one point. And she said that just by being in people's homes and doing that, she learned how to do all kinds of things. Yeah. That she sounds like Kristen. It's crazy. I mean, she built Jacob's entire booth at the Painted Tree. Really? She, oh yeah, that was that was all in her head, and she told me what to buy, and then she put it all together. Now, her parents must have like passed some of these life skills on to her. I, I would think, right? I, I don't know. I'd like to know that story. Because <laughs> Kristen was Close like, Kristen was gifted a toolbox when she went off to college by her father, and okay. he and he he didn't just go and pull like a like one of those girly toolboxes off Pretty the shelf pink ones. no he he went to home depot and he hand selected all of the tools that he thought were necessary and put them all in the toolbox and he has it, is, it has been a tradition he is gifted he gifted all three of his daughters uh-huh. and every single one of his grandchildren mm-hmm. uh toolboxes as they go off to their first year of college yeah and both her parents Mom and dad were just two of the most capable people you've ever met. Yeah. And they just passed those skills on to their kids, man. And Yeah. You know, you add to that the fact that, you know, she was married to a developer before before we. Uh-huh. And so she went through, like, a lot of home renovations. She's mm-hmm. also a realtor. So she also knows a lot about. That kind of stuff. Homes and construction and remodeling yeah. and the whole thing. Knows what to look for. Yeah. And tell you when something's wrong, how to uh-huh. fix it, how to approach it, who to call, or yeah. if if it's something that can be fixed. Uh, she's also got she, that uncanny ability to like put together an, a piece of IKEA furniture faster than oh. most people. <laughs> yeah, she's just a natural in that arena. Yeah, pretty cool. That's nice. You've got yourself a really good husband. Oh there. man, I lucked out. <laughs> yeah. I really did. I know. <laughs> I've had so many, so many people tell me, Judd, you don't need a husband. You need a wife. You need, you need a woman. You need to marry Kristen. I need to, yes, need to bring a woman in that's going to, you know, get me organized, keep me clean, do all of the things that women seem to be a bit more naturally good at than most men. And that's what I need. But then, you know, I got a friend, a female friend that can do plumbing. So I guess I need a wife that can do plumbing. It's handy. I know. (laughs) I know. Crazy. Yeah, and I, you know, I look at Chris and I go, you know, you could have been with anybody, like, but it, she's like, but I have all those skills, like, right? She doesn't, and you're really good at calling a guy, right? Does it matter really who does it as long as it gets done? I guess not. No. Uh, London, Paris, Tokyo, New York—some of the world's grandest cities. Hmm. I haven't been in Tokyo yet. It's on my list. Someday. Is it on your short list or is it down the way? Down, down What's next on your list? Uh, probably, uh, we're, well, our next on our list is California. We're going back to California for Ingrid's graduation, but we don't have anything on the books. Tokyo, 
pushed it back to 2025. Okay. Because uh, where we want to stay has been temporarily closed for renovations and remodeling. Okay. And we and we really do kind of want to be there as part of the experience. Okay. So how do you market a city to aliens? If you want the aliens to come, come to, to your, your city, oh. how do you make yourself stand out? When, that's hard. Because you know? when you are in competition with cities like Tokyo yeah. or London yeah. or Paris or New York. Oh, yeah. This is considered some of the world's grandest cities. With What's the richest city in the world? Isn't it in Malaysia? Oh, the richest city in the world? It could be uh, Malaysia. What, what I don't know about Malaysia. Maybe Some would argue maybe Dubai. Dubai, that's one I'm thinking of. Yeah, I would think the aliens would want to go to Dubai, don't you? Or, but do maybe you think they've they're got into money? That. I don't know. Well, I don't. I would think that they would be into opulent things because they're obviously much further advanced than we are. If they're able to travel to us and we can't travel to them yet, technologically, they have far exceeded anything that we're capable of. So you would think that they would. Would they be interested in our most advanced parts of our society, or would they be more interested in what's going on, like in third world countries? These are the questions I have when I think about aliens. And how do you market to them unless you know these things? <laughs> right? Well, we have just beamed out our first ever travel ad targeted to aliens. All right. And and who's doing it and what what are they what are they promoting? Uh there are scientists in charge of, of this program that have been put together by the city of Lexington, Kentucky. Of all places. Yes. Wow, if they come, then we're just a two-hour drive away. That is the first place we are suggesting the aliens go is Lexington, Kentucky. And what's Lexington got for them? Well, Lexington's tourism board is uh, kind of billing themselves as as a great place to visit. Okay. Um, A great place that humans like to visit, so why not aliens? And this is not a joke. They really did beam out a message. They got FAA approval. Wow. Sent a coded bitmap image with pictures representing prime numbers and the four basic elements of life. They also included a rough image of a human and two images of horses because, as you know, Lexington is the horse capital of the world. See, I'd be afraid the aliens would want to eat the horses. Wouldn't that suck? Aliens might look like horses. That's true. They may go, oh, cool. They They may want to breed with our horses. I had that thought. It also shows the chemical formulas for the main molecules in bourbon. Oh. And at the bottom, it says, visit Lexington, Kentucky, to encourage them to start planning a vacation in the bluegrass state. Uh, They pointed the signal at a solar system called TRAPPIST-1 because we think it has a lot of planets in that solar system mm-hmm. that could sustain life. So yeah. that would seem like the most logical place to beam your message, right? Yeah, yeah, makes sense. It's a little far away. It's 40 light years away. So any aliens out there, you have to assume that the, that the aliens in that particular galaxy or hope that they have the technology that we don't have to mm-hmm. get here or there. Um. I guess theoretically, the aliens out there wouldn't 
wouldn't get it until the year 2063 if it is 40 light years away, right? Mm -hmm. And if they respond, we wouldn't hear back until 2103. (laughs) But I mean, that doesn't mean you shouldn't put the message out there, right? This is the first time that we as a species have ever sent out a travel ad inviting aliens to come visit. We're targeting the TRAPPIST-1 system because we might actually get an answer in somebody's lifetime if there's somebody there watching. But the reason uh, scientists have been interested in it lately is because of the large number of planets that it has and what it's considered to be the habitable zone. I think saying, hey, we're nice and friendly people and we have horses and bourbon and dopamine don't eat us. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Good to know we're going to be safe in Kentucky. Well, you know, and we've got some time. You know, they can even spruce up the town a little more, add some things. It'll be, you know, a few years before. Right. Yeah. You know, they they, can they, they got plenty of time. It's like preparing for the Olympics, you know. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and everybody wins on that. Agreed. By the way, if you're thinking of adding a fur baby to your family, consider doing some research on the breed beforehand <laughs> but it's hyperallergenic jeff <laughs> it's the perfect dog uh-huh or he's just so cute and lovable and so adorable cute. Let, me t- let me tell you that cocker spaniel of mine <laughs> he is he is cute but let me tell you he's a wound little guy yep yeah. <laughs> yeah listen i mean all pets require attention and mm-hmm. lots of love but these these five that i'm about to share with you Come with a few more vet visits, insurance claims, and uh, we'll call them medical predispositions. So here they are, ranked. Okay. You want you want to go backwards or you? Sure, oh, sir. Yeah. yeah, backwards. <clears throat> okay, the dachshund. The dogs. Oh, they have a lot of neck and back issues. Oh yeah, because those are wiener dogs, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, but. They also have a bit of a Napoleon complex, meaning they're aggressive <laughs> to compensate yeah. for their small size. I've known some of these dogs. I lived with one for a while. But you're making quite a commitment because they require a lot of exercise to avoid being overweight. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they're getting fat. And are what? prone to intervertebral disc disease. Yeah. The dachshund. That's cute number five. Dog. Oh, my God. They're cute. Okay. Uh, okay. Number four, the, the Great Dane. Beautiful animals. Oh, God, they're huge. They're so cool, though. They are huge, and they require a lot of food, but they're also prone to cancers and heart disease. They don't live very long. No, they, they don't. My sister, life sister in law, we were just talking about this what over is it, Christmas. Like six or seven years. Yes. Is it, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, it's not very long at all. No. And they also need their nails trimmed regularly. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Number three Labrador Retriever. Oh, my God. They have endless energy and get into things, <laughs> oh God. but they are prone to issues with their paws and knee joints. Mm. Yeah, my mom's got two. But I we always had Labradors, Labradors and Beagles my entire life. Yeah. And they're, they are the sweetest, though. Oh, my God. Their tails never stop wagging. They're always happy to they're see you. They're always right. happy. Uh, number two, Chihuahua. <laughs> they are sassy and confident, but they are also prone to heart and eye diseases. Mm. Just keep that in mind if that's the direction you decide to go in. And here we are, number one. The most needy dog breed, according to vets. <laughs> Doodle. <laughs> nope. 
No, it's the French Bulldog. Which is like the hottest dog out there right now. Everybody wants a French Bulldog. Oh, my God. And they are so stinking cute. They are. Have you seen the videos of the French Bulldogs that talk? Uh, No. Yeah. The one that says, I love you. Walter the Frenchie. It's, you have got to find Walter the Frenchie. He's one, like, the mom is driving him, and they go to the park, and the dog is like, (laughs) and she's like, we can't go to the park today, Walter. And they have, like, this back and forth conversation. That's funny. And it is hysterical. I've turned into one of those people that thinks my dog can understand what I'm saying. Like what I what she I say. Can. Oh, I think she, she actually can. can yeah. I know, but Most I don't. Like I'll saying. be like Piper, what what are you doing? Do you think that you should be over there? What do you have? And she'll be like, nah. and she'll spit it out, or she'll look at me, and I'll be like, do you want to do you want to go to the laundry room? And she's like, yeah, and she'll walk in there. And yeah, I'm like, yeah. why does she know stuff? It's you could, weird. I mean, theoretically, you could talk gibberish, but it's all in the tone. Yeah, like for if you sure. match the tone based on what you're thinking or feeling or want her to do, but I'm thinking she'll still understand you. She's understanding words like there laundry will, room. And yeah, she, yeah. Isn't, isn't there research that say that dogs can understand like? I don't remember what the number was, 20 or 50 yeah, words. I heard 27 words. The longer you That's what I heard, read. Yeah. The more things you'll start, because we've had Snoopy a year now, and Chris and I were just talking like last month. I were like, like, he understands He really has like figured out some stuff in the last few months. Yeah. yeah. So it's like the longer it's you weird. Spend with them. Here's yeah. one. Treat. Oh, yeah. They totally know that. Potty. Cookie. Yeah. Walk. Mm-hmm. So, oh, walk. You are not kidding on walk. I had to teach Jacob to spell it. Yeah. Because he would talk That's about it all the time. Because he would, because he loves taking Merle for a walk. So it'd be something that he would talk about all day. And I, and every time he would say it, Merle's running all over. And I'm like, Murray <laughs> you got to say W A L K. And so that's what he. But does he learn he that W L A L K means walk? Like, I don't would, know. Won't they eventually realize W A means outside? He hasn't figured it out yet. Because he doesn't respond when Jacob says that. But as soon as I say, okay, buddy, let's go for a walk, then he does. Mm. My guys don't know the word treat because we use the word project. Project. Do you want a project? Oh. Because they need something to activate their brain. So I only buy the treats that they have to work on for oh. like, if I get 10 oh. minutes out of them. Gotcha. I tie it up in a towel. So just keep them busy. So gotcha. when I say project, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> well, no one here has a French bulldog, but French bulldogs are considered the neediest breeds by vets because they tend to have. They tend to have neck, knee, and back problems and heart issues. Is that what uh, Kay has? Is he his, has a French bulldog, yeah. Frenchie. Mm-hmm. yeah. I love them. And since they have a flat snout, there's no question they're cute and they're the most trendy dog out there right mm-hmm. now. Uh, just bear in mind, just know this going in, since they have a flat snout, they usually have breathing problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also require special grooming products or food to keep their skin in good condition. Uh, but between the neck, knee, and back problems and everything else that comes along with it, just be, be, be you got to be committed. You got to be prepared. Be prepared. Yep. yep. All right. That's it. That is your latest news that didn't make the news. We'll have more for you coming up after 8 o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, a brand new Kelly Clarkson code word. And your shot at $1,000, the 1K letter of the day. Yeah. It's coming up in this next half hour. But first, to check the roads, we've got... Denise Johnson standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. More of the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Yeah, I was trying to come up with a word just now for uh, not, not confusing. That wouldn't be the right word. Uh... Confusing, not confusing. It, does, it just doesn't make sense. Weird, yeah, like it doesn't make sense. So I came up without came befuddling. I love befuddled. What a fun word. I'm not even sure it's a real word. It is absolutely befuddled. Oh, thank is a, God. It's a real word. It's a fabulous <laughs> word. It's right up there with conundrum. Well, I just reached for it and. I like befuddled. There it was. Perplexed is another word that doesn't get used enough. Well, evidently, if you're looking to expand your vocabulary in 2024, this is going to be right up your alley. Okay. Wayne State University in Michigan just put out a list of long lost words. These are actual words that they feel have kind of disappeared from the American lexicon. We're just not using them as much as we should. And need mm-hmm. to be resurrected. Okay, let's in see if there's any other fun ones. And now these are not, again, these are not slang words that have faded. They're just mostly very old words teetering on extinction. Okay. Here are the 10 they suggest that we revive along with their meaning. Blatherskite. Blatherskite? The old blatherskite. What is a blatherskite? Mm. A person who talks at great length without making much sense. Blatherskite. Me. As in, the cable TV (laughs) commentator was a blatherskite who produced 30 minutes of angry nonsense each night. That's hilarious. I yeah. like that. I don't Blatter. know. How do you what spell that? What a blatherskite. And by the way. That guy. I, I'm going on the record saying that I may be mispronouncing some of these words. How is this blatherskite? Like, what is it? What it's is it? spelled B-L-A-T-H-E-R-S-K-I-T-E. I would say you're right. So there. I went with blatherskite, but who knows if, like, the pronunciation is supposed to be blatherskite. <laughs> blatherskite. I don't know. I like that better, I think. Right. <laughs> Okay, here's another one. Kergluff. Kergluff? Kergluff. Spell it. That sounds like you sneezed. <laughs> Kergluff. C-U-R-G-L-A-F-F. C-U-R-G-L-A-F-F. Kergluff. It could be clerk. Klerguff. Is that someone who does Kergluff? their laundry in a stream Klerguff. or brook? No. Kergluff is the shock felt when you first plunge into cold water. Oh. Yeah. As in, he dove into the pool without thinking, and the kergloff caused him to shriek when he came up for air. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I would struggle to put that one in a sentence. Yeah. Yeah. In everyday use. See, I, I say that about a lot of words that I learned in English vocabulary, and then I find myself going, oh, that's handy. That's exactly <laughs> what I need for this yeah. weird conversation that I'm having. Number three, dollop. 
Oh, a dollop of this and a dollop of that. I feel like that still gets used. Yeah, because of do a dollop of Daisy. Do a dollop, do do. Yeah, they kind of brought that back. A dollop is a shapeless mask. Yes, a shapeless mask. I'm that tongue tied today. A shapeless mass or blob of something, Mm -hmm. especially soft food. Add a dollop of this, a dollop of that. Sour cream. Mm hmm. I remember my art teacher, Mrs. Tennis, also used to say, just a dollop of paint. Just a dollop. He sat down to enjoy a nice steak, grilled asparagus, and a baked potato topped with a giant dollop of sour cream. That's the one reason I don't buy that brand. You don't like the word dollop? (gasps) Let me tell you what about Daisy, though. They're the ones that have the squeezy, the squeezy. You can, oh, it's the best. You get just a dollop. $3 $3 more. Just get the cheap stuff. No, sometimes it's on sale. Two for $3. You got to read. The, you got to shop the sales, Tim. Kaffee Clatch. Coffee Clatch. It's an intestinal disease. <laughs> Spelled K-A-F-F. Dealing with the coffee clatch again. E-E-K-L-A-T-S-C-H. Kaffee Clatch. Coffee Clatch. An informal social gathering where coffee is served. Okay, so then it would be coffee, Clatch. What is it? Say it again. I'm, the, I'm not. The A, the ah, coffee, Clatch. It's an informal social gathering where coffee is served. Okay. But it's not spelled like coffee. It's spelled K-A-F-F-E-E-K-L-A-T-S-C-H. As in, after the kids got on the bus, the parents headed to the porch for their morning coffee, coffee clutch. Oh, I'm not going to use that one. Yeah. That one's dumb. Give me, give me, give me something I can use over there. Jeffrey. All right, Jen, how about Pocky? Pocky. Yes. Spelled um, P-A-W-K-Y. Okay, what is that? Having a mocking or cynical sense of humor. Oh, so Pocky. As in, Tim had a Pocky wit that undercut his superior self-importance. Correct. Hello. <laughs> I'm a little pocky from time to time. I would say. So I think too. we all have it in us. Yeah, our pockiness levels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How fun are those? Petrichor, petrichor, petrichor—a pleasant smell that frequently accompanies the first rain after a long period of warm, dry weather. I love that smell. That is a smell. Agreed. Yeah. Petty fogger. Uh, oh, I kind of like the sound of that one. You know what a petty fogger is? I do not know what a petty like fogger a petty is. For? A crappy lawyer. A crappy player. Ah, yes. <laughs> I remember this from like social studies class when I was in like the third grade. Is that like an old thing? Like it's an old term like carpetbagger? Mm. Yes, it is an old term uh, defined an inferior legal practitioner, especially one who deals with petty cases or has dubious practices. As in, he started with dreams of being a Supreme Court justice, but in practice, he was just another ambulance chasing petty fogger. Oh, that petty fogger. Yeah. Okay. Rogab- Rogabit or Rogabit? Spell it. R-A-W-G-A-B-B-I-T. Raw grabbit. Raw grabbit. Raw gabbit. Raw gabbit. A person who speaks confidently but ignorantly, as in my social media is filled with raw gabbits. Raw gabbits. Raw gabbits. Raw gabbits. Raw gabbits. Raw gabbits. My social media is filled with raw gabbits, trying to explain everything from epidemiology to engineering. Raw gabbit. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer the pronunciation Rogabit. Whether it's correct or not. Thunderplump. 
Thunderplump. Okay. Thunderplump is a heavy fall of rain during a thunderstorm, as in he'd hoped he could get home before the storm got too bad, but found himself instead jogging through a soggy thunderplump. I thought thunderplump was going to be a way to describe my thighs. (laughs) It also sounds like one of those rare weather terms, like when we have thunder snow or um, boom cyclone. Like that should also be a weather term. The cone of potentiality or whatever whatever that was. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> the cone of uncertainty, wasn't it? That there was a cone of uncertainty yeah, no. or something. Yeah. That's the next meteorological term. <laughs> I start trying to incorporate thunder plump into my forecast. I like thunder plump. And finally, twinkle. Twinkle. To twang the fingers on a musical instrument, as in he sat on the porch as dusk rolled in, twinkling an old childhood favorite on the banjo. Twinkle. <laughs> You're a twinkler. <laughs> Look at you. Why don't you pick up the banjo and twinkle a little for us? <laughs> Please. <laughs> oh, boy. There you go. So those are actual words, long lost words that the folks at Wayne State University of Michigan think that we should resurrect in 2024. Bring them back. It's interesting. That, like the words we use today, 100 years from now, people will be looking back going, they used to use the word. Yeah. Jelly. Yeah. Jelly. And Riz. Riz. Yeah. <laughs> Banger. Yep. All right. 13 after 8. Jeff and Jen, Q102. Coming up, your shot at $1,000. We got the 1K letter of the day for you. But first, check the roads. We got Denise Johnson and I see sunshine. Thanks out. for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.